don't even know what to say, man. Really don't. I'm I'm like uh I'm really I'm I'm really I'm really upset after tonight's piss poor performance by my Lakers. Our Lakers. Um sorry I had to be so selfish in that sentence, but it's it's so annoying. This is the second time they've done this. But welcome back to Lakers Corner. I'm your host, Coop, along with Justin. Um yeah. I didn't say a full name, see? I just said Justin. I just said Justin. Just say Jeff. No, because who I can be like just who? Just Justin. Just just in time. 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 It was a nasty game. <laughs> it was I a terrible game. game. It was a it was a terrible game. All all around. I'm not gonna lie, I cut it off with three minutes left. I couldn't watch no more. It was, it was so so the thing is the 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 outcome the final score doesn't reflect the game because we could have easily won that game. Um, however, it it was like an eight point lead and it kind of j- ballooned to like seventeen when they subbed everybody else in. Shooters can't shoot. Yeah, so shoot. so the biggest takeaway is, and this is now two games in a row. We not hitting the three ball, and they no and it's not that we not hitting it. It's that the way we not hitting it, the way we are aren't hitting those shots. Like we're not hitting open threes, and we got Wild. three points specialists to around. shoot threes. I, I I can't stress this long. Like this is. We can't continue to have this happen to us. Like these guys have to hit these shots. They have to I'm hit calling, the shots. I'm calling everybody out, bro. Yeah. Everybody went called out. Danny Green, 0 for six from three. Call them out. Bro. Call them out. One for four from three. Keith, 0 for five from three. To to to, to have to give you. The one thing I would say, though, yes, Keith was 0 for 5. He still got to get in the flow because he only played, like, sparingly. So he has to get in the flow. He hasn't. No, yeah, call him out. But I'm just saying, like, to his defense, he needs to get more time on the floor. Like, he's getting good looks. But, yeah, like I said, he just needs to get a little bit more time on that floor. uh, Like I said, but, yeah. Um, Al Kuzma, 3 for 7, which is not that bad. Not that bad. If if, if a lot of players always, are shooting, what's that about? That's about forty, that's like forty three percent, something like that. Yeah, that's not bad at all. He was, yeah. but he's the only one. Yeah. So, um, uh, all right, LBJ was two for five. Wasn't a real good. I mean, I mean AD it wasn't a. It wasn't a LeBron game. AD, AD took seven AD, shots, man. AD only seven, seven shots. I can't have they that for my. I would listen. If, Plus, if, they were yeah, but my thing is, team. you still. I've seen double teams on Giannis. I've seen double teams on a lot of players. You got to go quick, and when that double team comes, somebody going to end up hacking you because they're coming over to, to assist. Um, he has again, to be more aggressive. But seven shots, no. I need at least what, the minimum on even a bad night. I need the minimum fourteen to fifteen sh- t- shots yeah. a night well, well, easily. Once again, he was. He was starting off too far. Yeah, but that, that's been so a common he, thing. He, it's like, yeah, dude. It's easy for them to shoot the double. He has to start on the block. If they're going to double and triple team, you got to start on the block 
you got to get a cutter down low, and you got to get somebody on the backside that's going to shoot the ball and make the ball. Um, but he has to start on the block. If you're going to get double team, you got to start on the block. It yeah. opens it up for everybody else. Yeah, um, it was just. Yeah, you can't be starting on the uh, at 15, 18 feet because it's easy for the double to come down. Yeah, guard play was other than yeah, guard play was kind of non-existent. Yeah, um, the game was so the game was tight. Um, we let Kyle Lowry, ugh, We didn't play. Man, I don't know if we showed up on defense or what, but uh, we played Bruh, pretty bad defense. Kyle the rest was assistant too. 14 rebounds and six assists, bro. Yeah. He was five for nine from three. How many free throws did he get? Like, I don't know. He got a lot done. Dude. I felt like he went to the line like 12. Let me look that up. I, I felt like he no, went I to the line. I think he man went to the line like eight, eight or nine times. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, it was something crazy, though. <laughs> yeah, so they, uh, that shit, that shit rubbed me the wrong way. Um, guard play was non-existent. We still were in the game in the fourth quarter. Uh, we just went on a dry spell. Um, to top it, Caruso had a couple of key turnovers, which kind of got the lead from. A, well, it it got, gave Toronto a lead to like I think it ballooned to like six or seven off the turnovers. Um, yeah, because they came down. Carl Lowry hit the N one, I believe. Yeah, he hit the N one. Then they came and down and hit a three or some uh, shit. Ob on an Ob or whatever came down and hit a three. Yeah, so that was like quick six quick points because it was tied, yeah. I believe. Yeah, it was tied, and then they got a quick six off the turnover. So um, Caruso got to step it up. Ad got to step it up. Bron got to step it up. I mean, the whole damn team got to step it up. Yeah, the whole thing got to step yeah, it up. Yeah, shit. I just felt like this, and. I, and and I don't know, maybe Vogel was just, you know, trying to see if his, his, the guys he put in is going to shoot, uh, is going to make shots. But I felt like he left a couple guys in too long and wasn't hitting. Oh, no, for sure. For sure that. He for sure did that. Like, no, that can't happen. And I was like, maybe he was trying to see if they can gain confidence. Maybe they can hit one. Mm. But it was, it was. Yeah. It was non-existent. Yes, sir. And then yes, I did, sir. What, I, what I didn't like was how he didn't play JR the whole first half. Yeah. And then and Keith, then too. And put him in in the, in the key moments in the second half and expected him to shoot and make. That's was like, oh, he's not gosh. ready. Like, exactly. He's not. So, JR Smith is not. <laughs> let's get this straight, fans. Uh, JR Smith is not a. Uh, a natural shooter, and when by what I what I mean by that is, he's not a Kyle Korver or a JJ Redick, or he's not a three point specialist. He's a shooter. He's no Ray He's a score. Yeah, so he can't just come in and be automatic. He has to get to yeah, the flow. You got to get a little lather going, um, and that's 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 just how he plays. Because let's be honest, he's not starting the game, so he's not getting that first little lather. So when he comes in, he's trying to get the flow of the game. So let's not expect him to just come in. He needs to be he, like he can't just come in. He's gonna have nights where he's gonna be knocking shit the fuck down right off the rip. But right now, you gotta let him get a little flow and get acclimated because like like I, like we all know he hasn't played in a year and a half. So um, he has to get in the flow. But this is a new team, new lineup, new yeah, schemes. He ain't played in like three years, bro. No, it's been a year and a half. Check uh JaVel McGee's log, uh the last one that he had. 
When they you were said singing. a year and a half? I yeah. Like than that. Yeah, it's been like a year and a half he was in the league last. Uh, that, shit, that shit do feel like he's been out the league for way longer than that. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> um, what? Oh, yeah, because Bron came to the Lakers last year. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. So, yeah, um, yeah. yeah it, it's been a minute, but uh, you just need to get acclimated. But it was just a, it was just a tough, tough pill for me to swallow because it was just like, bro, like, you knew they were going to come at y'all. And, yeah, I knew what they were going to do. Nick Nurse is, um, he's a, a magician. He's a good coach, really no, good coach. He's, great. he's a great coach. Um, I agree. Uh, yeah, he's a good coach, man. I mean, he has his, he, they run teams, sets, they schemes. Are, yeah. Oh, my gosh, the defensive yeah. sets. It's a, they a gritty team. I was talking to uh, a gritty team. Yeah, I was watching a game with my pops, and uh, I was just like, man, the way – they are automatic on picks. So when they set picks, like I saw one set where Terrence Davis, Terrence Davis was guarding, I think it was Caruso, and uh, I think it was the White that set the pick. He didn't even think to try to fight over the pick. They automatically just switched it. They knew, and then once the uh, White tried to kind of dive, he kind of bumped the uh, White. But then I think it was Pascal that came over and shifted and they just shift so beautifully. It's like a fucking like yeah. somebody with the you know the little puppets where they got the little strings and shit. They all on one accord and they were just I was like, that shit is beautiful. Like they are fucking amazing out there. And and then yeah, it was just it was just like I was like, God damn, I was really like taken aback. Like, damn, like they really yeah, are even when, locked in. Even when the Lakers had him out of position. It was like they still was in position. The, the recovery was fucking, oh, my gosh, second to none. Like, it but, was just like they got but beat, but then they again, recovered. Yeah, but then again, if the Lakers was hitting a wide-open jumper, it wouldn't even it yeah. been like that. Yeah, the, exactly. They like, would have been running around. Yeah, you you, you hit the, so the nail I mean, on the coffin. It's just I mean, like if you if they, if these guys hit their jumpers, we probably wouldn't be saying this was a, a game. We would probably be up by, like, nine, ten points. But they're you know, good. again, another they're game good, where they just missing open shots. We definitely we helped them out by keeping them in the game from missing open shots. See, Danny like Green is it. trending, man, and fun. not good. <laughs> He's trending <laughs> downward, <laughs> southern. Yeah. He's not hitting we, shit. We, him and KCP, both of them. Yeah, um, that's the starting. That's the starting guard. The, but the 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 worst. So I think, me personally, you can take it for whatever you take it for, but. Me personally, I think J.R. Smith should come in and start, and then you bring KCP. I think the thing wrong, what's going on with KCP, you've taken him out of his rhythm spot. He knows he's coming off the bench. He was coming off the bench for the majority of the season. Now he's starting. So that, that rhythm from going in and you know that you're not starting, so you preparing to come into the game and go versus starting the game and, and trying to find your rhythm. It's like, it seems like it's a little different for him right now. And I think and you, know, you put you know J.R. Smith in there and you be straight. Yeah, you know who does that good? It's Pop and Steve Kerr. Yeah, you don't want to disrupt the rhythm of somebody. When when it, when they guys go down, they leave they six men on the bench. Yeah, I mean, because think about it. Like, you want to keep them in that same rhythm, that mindset, everything. It changes when you do stuff like that. That's why, remember when we talked about the J.R. Smith stuff, I said I, I would I would like to see J.R. Smith start because you want to keep KCP off the bench. Yeah. 
Um, me personally, but you know, uh, and I think that it'd be it'd be beneficial for us to do that. Um, and I think Jr. is a better defender than KCP. Yeah, for sure. And Danny Green is better than Danny Green on defensive end too. That's true. Um, so yeah. <laughs> Even uh, when he got in, he had some good defensive plays. No, for sure. Back in the game, before we let it go at the end, he had a couple key steals yeah. that sparked a, a mini run that, uh, that got us back in the game. Yeah, you know what I noticed, though? Deion Waiters got caught with a couple of fouls, like pointless fouls. Like, come on, Deion. Come on, my guy. He was caught. I'm not going to lie. He's a walking bucket, but on defense, he can be lost. Exact. I was just about, bro. You stole a word. I was like, when you say he's a walking bucket, I was thinking like, yeah, but on defensive end, if he not locked in, this nigga be lost sometimes. Like nigga, he begin beat back door like quick as shit. Like bro, he you just looked at him, and you just turn your back on him. And you know, and you know, you know once you I turn see? your back, they gonna shoot back door on you. And you know what I also see with the Lakers that they. When when they running when the team is running a pick and roll on them, the the help defender is is stuck in the paint too deep. So when they when they diving or they roll into the paint, all they doing is just kicking it out to the three on the other side, and it's a man wide open. Well, yeah, that was my deep. that was my other thing is why is why are we know Toronto like to shoot the three. Why are we running? We shooting a person from the furthest point of the three, like from the corners in the in the top. We they shooting to the paint instead of just kind of like shifting a little bit to where they can kind of play both, and to allow wow. for you know what I'm saying. Like I, that shit is. I was like, why we keep doing? We are we are notorious for doing that. I mean, among other teams are doing it too. But just, I'm just tired of seeing like that shit. Them the wide open. Wide open and it's just like and, and they uh, on the other hand they hitting the shit and we not like <laughs> and we and, and we know that because we on two K we don't even do that we like why these niggas is dipping down low in the paint leaving their man wide open on the three like, nigga you be doing that a couple times too nigga don't do you hey, <laughs> like that I'm trying to get that block man I'm trying to get that block hey, man, <laughs> I'm trying to get that steal a couple times but these niggas were doing it every time no, they ran yes they do it every time uh so yeah we got the L boy hold on. Oh no! I was just saying we got we caught that L because of that. Like that's what I was gonna say. Like, no, hold on though. I'm getting on your boy. You said your boy was making strides on defense, and then this happened. This nigga he took a stride forward and three and three steps back. The boy Kuzma was on D. Mm-mm. It wasn't working out. I mean, everybody was scoring on him. Well, Pascal didn't score on him. Pascal, they they actually contained Pascal because you know the first time they met, I think Pascal had like twenty seven, twenty eight. But he wasn't really picking them because they was hitting him with the pick and roll, and he was over there filing Kyle Lowry, sending him to the free throw line because he think he can block the jumper instead of just putting his hand up. That's true, but uh, yeah, I mean, listen, and Dwight, Dwight had a, oh my gosh, Dwight had me pissed off because he was just he could not stay on his fucking feet, like he kept getting jumping. You don't need to jump with Kyle Lowry. Little, that little runt, he comes into the paint. You just put your hands up if you're a big man. Don't jump. You don't need to jump to block his shot. Like, is he going to throw his – he going to flail. He going to throw his body. He going to flop. You're not going to block the, the, uh, 
the floater anyway. Yeah. He's so why? Floater, and if he's he not blocking the floater. well, he, uh, yeah, that. But if he's in the paint with. Cause when to once you win the paint, you can't throw no floater up. Oh, so just nah, keep your hands up, did. straight up, and he yeah, gonna nah, throw his body, but the refs gonna see that. If he going to the Cubs, you just gotta just go straight up. Yeah, because he gonna do all type of bullshit to try to get the foul. He's a flopper. Yeah, he's big big time flopper. flopper, and he's he's terrible at it. But they he and gets he the call. Did, I don't know. I and I think that was Kuzma on one play where uh, matter of fact, I think it's. It was towards the end where he had that M one, and Kuzma went straight up, and they still called him for the foul. But Kyle Lowry came in with his knees out and his knees up, and he hit Kuzma, and they gave Kuzma the foul. Yeah, and some like, of, sometimes these refs, the I, I feel like the refs are uh, getting, uh, they still getting acclimated with the new bubble game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't understand. Like, how, how his, and then it's like, how am I supposed to continue to go straight up? If somebody is gonna hit me on the lower end, my body's automatically gonna tilt forward. Yeah, it's, that's automatic. You can't stay straight up if somebody hits you. Once you feel it, you're gonna bend forward. So it's like, how am I? How am I supposed to be straight up if he just coming out knee first? Like that's kind of like when Reggie Miller used to kick his foot out on the three. Yeah, that. Yeah, it was just it was just a bad overall game. A yeah, bad definitely. Overall game. But that's still um, no excuse. Yeah, so Lakers lose. Um, wasn't a one hundred seven to ninety two. One hundred seven to ninety two. Like I said, the the score of this game, it is not. Um, it's not in. Ah, damn, was it? I just blanked on the word? I was just about to say it and it just wiped out my memory. Um, it's not a. It's not a um, correlation to how the game played, for other lack of better word. Um, because it was a close game. We wasn't hitting the shots, but we still played solid, sound defense in a sense. Um, and both of our top scores didn't really score yeah, good. Our, our, yeah, our top scores didn't score good. Um, they didn't have their normal nights. And uh, our, I mean, our shooters wasn't hitting. So, I mean, for for, for that, we played a, a good game. It was a six, seven-point lead before I'm, it ballooned I'm, to like a 19 when they took – I'm not hold you the bench played real good though. The bench is what kept us in the game. Yeah, but then you know it ballooned once they took AD and um, Bron out because then that, that's when OG yeah. kept getting them backdoor lobs and shit like that. And then yeah, they ballooned to like 15, down. and then Frank was just like, "I'm not bringing them back in." Yeah, but what kept us is when Bron hit the two threes, and then OG came back and, and hit, hit two yep. threes. That yep. kind of did yeah, kind of like drained our little. Many round we was going on, they drained it quick. It put the fire and, and out. And both right times, in. what did Bron do? He went to the paint to help the drive and, and yeah. left them open. Yeah. And it's just like, come yeah. on. And I was remember we was talking. I was like, Bron got to let somebody know when he's gonna die because yeah. he keep leaving yeah. his man was, open. Yeah, I was also telling you about when uh when the niggas set the pick on Jr. and Jr. thought LeBron was gonna switch over and LeBron didn't switch over. So Jr. had to continue running with Kyle Lowry, and that left him wide open for the three. Yeah, he got to talk though. Yeah, he got to talk. But yeah, yeah Lakers took the L. Yeah. yeah, Lakers took the L. Uh, like I said, we still one game away uh, from clinching um, our number one seed in the West. Um, we haven't done that since the 2010 year, and we won a championship right. that year. So right. uh, hopefully, we can right. do this on Monday, man. Uh, oh, gee. This dude was eight for nine. He shot three for three from uh, three point land. 
Yeah, I mean, wide all three all three of his threes were wide open, and mm-hmm. a lot of his drive he had uh well he had three lobs, so basically lobs. you know what I'm saying so <laughs> out of those those three threes and and three lobs that's six of your nine shots that you had no and contest on because only him and Kyle Lowry were tilted. Yeah. If we would have cut both of them to half of their points, it would have been a blowout. Oh yeah, for sure. That's but that's just how the cards fall. fall. Uh, yeah. They fail. Um, but so yeah, we, right we, before we get out of here, uh, let me yeah, go ahead. The, uh, the percentages. So from three, we shot twenty five percent. That's horrible. And from the field, we shot thirty five percent, which is bad too. So before we get out of here, I just want to get y'all. Yeah, back. we got to start hitting the shots. Let's let's just keep it one hundred. We got to start hitting the shots. Uh, we got to I need to see more from Danny Green. Um, these open threes. We can't keep having him miss these threes. And then um, also we we just we can't have that. We can have Danny Green, KCP, Caruso, everybody come in that can shoot a three, missing every fucking three they take. It's just like, okay, this is not what we signed y'all for. And I, I saw a couple people on uh, Twitter talking about, well, if we had Avery Bradley. Listen, guys, yeah, y'all saw him drop 24 against the Clippers. He's not going to have a games like that, and he's a mid-range shooter, okay? Mid-range, not outside three. He had a good game. He had a couple good games when he hit a couple threes, but the one thing I do say we missed about him is his uh, defensive pressure. Because... Yeah, because... So what he does... So what he does, uh, what I was going to say, is he he keeps them... So without him, the guards, when they bring the ball up court, they get straight line vision. So they're able to dribble forward up the court. When Avery Bradley's in the game, or when he when he was well during the season, um, he would play a shift defense. So so he would shift them to where they're they're constantly shifting their waist and their hip. They're backing down the court instead of dribbling forward down the court, um, and that gets you out of your momentum to where you can't. You're not going to just directly attack. You kind of got to shift and kind of bring like a pickup and all that, so it kind of slows down the the offensive tempo of the uh, opposing teams. So that's what we do kind of miss. Also say but we can fix it. It uh, puts the team like they, you get you get into your offense later. So now you're starting to run clock. So if you're picking up full court, by the time they're gonna start their offense, maybe it'd be around 14 seconds. So instead of you paying. 24 second or 23, 22 second offense, you're only playing 14 seconds. Now you're rushing them. Now you're speeding them up. Yeah. That, so, that's what we're missing. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, hopefully, you know, next year he'll be, well, if he, yeah, next year we'll have him back. So um, we'll, we'll figure that out. But yeah, um, we dropped it uh, on the ball tonight. Uh, we'll be back Monday. Uh, against the Utah Jazz, hopefully uh, we got, we still need one more game. We clinch this playoff, uh, our number one seed, and uh, get back to Utah the promised land, got, aka championship. Utah just got uh, just got smoked by OKC, so, so they're gonna come out the gate trying to trying to prove something. So we got to be ready for that. We got to be able to respond um, to what they come out with. So that will uh, conclude today's post game against the Toronto Raptors. Caught that L, but uh, we'll be back. We'll get a W. I- I'm predicting a W on Monday. Definitely, I'm with you. We can't. We gotta finish it up so that way we can start d- 
dip in the minutes on uh, LeBron and uh, AD and get yeah, others. Uh, they they, they flow going. Um, we can start getting Marquise more minutes. Yeah, for sure. We need to get all them minutes. Yeah, uh, yeah, so uh, we'll be back Monday um, post game and uh, we'll get into that. All right, guys. Peace. Go, late, go.